This is Philly Sports with Giovanni. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Blitz is coming. Hurts sees it. Gets rid of it. It's caught for the touchdown! Here's your host, Giovanni Hamilton. Hey guys, welcome back to the Giovanni Show. Today we have on Naeem Hines from the Colts. What's up, man? Man, thanks for having me on, Gio. I saw your show with Unique earlier, so uh, I'm just happy to get on and get to talk to you, man. Thanks for coming on, man. Um, so I just got a few questions for you today. Um, can't wait to talk to you. I'm excited. Let's do it. What is your favorite part about being an Indianapolis Colt? I think uh, my favorite part of being an Indianapolis Colt is probably just the process and the culture of it is of being a Colt here. Uh, one thing about it is our fans, they do love us here and they expect what we expect. They expect us to win. And uh, I'm, I think the funnest part is just playing for the horseshoes, the people and all the love that you receive with it. It's been really welcoming coming into Indianapolis, never being from here. And uh, the community has been nothing but welcoming. And, uh, they've been great. They've been there for the ups and downs. and They've been great fans. And I see that supported us through the thick and the thin. For sure. Fans here are just different, just always supporting no matter what. But, uh, yeah. Um, What's your favorite part about the city? I think my favorite part about the city, I think uh, the coolest thing I think about Indianapolis is um, it's kind of like a college town, but, like, it's a big city. So Indianapolis obviously has over a million people. But, like, when you play for the Colts or you play for, like, the Pacers, it's kind of like college where it's, like, when like we play when we play on Sundays, it's like everybody's in Lucas Oil, and that's like that kind of small town feel, but it's really a big city. I think that's really the cool thing that like everybody in Indianapolis cares about how the Colts are doing, and I think that's really the fun. That's the funnest part about playing here and being a Colt. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you have any suggestions, like food spots or anything, to go in the city? Uh, I love Fogo de Chao. That's a great place. And then all the steakhouses are great. Those are kind of like the places I go, uh, Fogo de Chao. And then, uh, steakhouses like St. Elmo's here in Izzy. has been a lot of great places. And then, uh, I used to live up North and there's this place called a uh, Jamaican style breeze, really good Jamaican food. If people like Jamaican food. So I eat all around and just try out different things all throughout Indianapolis. I know you said St. Elmo's and uh, <laughs> yes. Have you tried the shrimp cocktail sauce? Yes, I have. And actually, anybody who comes with me and we go to Harry and Izzy's or we go to Steakhouse, I make them have it too. It's an Indiana thing. So, uh, truthfully, it's a good thing. I, I have bad sinuses. So, really, during, uh, you know, when it gets cold and stuff, it clears me up. But uh, a lot of people haven't liked it. <laughs> it's really hot. They yeah. can't handle the heat. It's it's wild. Uh, but it, it hits you and then it kind of goes away fast. So, no, it's, it's not bad. It's pretty cool. That's what we're known for. And I think, uh, honestly, just tasting stuff throughout the world. And just definitely saying that most is the best horseradish. I think just trying trying it at like different places in different states. I I know St. Elmo's is top tier. Yeah, it's spicy, but you got to keep going back for more because it's just like it. <laughs> it tastes so good. No, you you are right. I do love it. And then uh, just have some lemonade or some some water to wash it down, and you're good. Yeah. Um. What What player do you model your game after? Ooh. That's interesting. Uh, there's a lot of players I like. I think I have my own play style, but I just mix a lot of people. I used to like uh, I like LaShawn McCoy growing up. Uh, Warwick Doan was a big fan. I like Tyree Kill. So I like all those guys. But I think I've just learned uh, 
I know how I play. I know my strengths, and uh, I've learned just uh, I see different moves, and I just try them out. And uh, there's a lot of great guys in space. Uh, Got to shout out Darren Sproles. Uh, he's one of my predecessors in the role that I do. So uh, I watched him a lot growing up and even watched him throughout my career and definitely learned and took some moves from him out of his book throughout my career. You know me, the Philly fanatic. That that name, Darren <laughs> Sproles. Yeah. No, nah, Darren, Darren was awesome. I remember the day he like followed me on Instagram and he DM'd me, man. It was like a great, it was a great day. He just told me to keep working. And uh, I've talked, he's, we've talked sporadically throughout my career. And uh, it's been cool just to see somebody like him, you know, paved the way him, uh, Danny Woodhead. Like, it's been good to like, I watched film with them being with Frank Reich. You know, he coached uh, Darren Sproles and uh, Woodhead throughout the years in San Diego and LA, or well, the Chargers and the Eagles. And uh, just seeing all them on film and then, you know, being able to talk to them, it's been it's been really cool because, you know, there's just there's a lot of history with that. And there's, you know, just a cool role that not many people can do that we specialize in. Yeah. Darren Sproles is a Philly legend and you're an indie legend. <laughs> not yet. Maybe one day. <laughs> um, Who's your best friend on the team? Best friend on the team. Hmm. I got two of them, probably Kenny Moore, good friend of mine. We're both twins. Actually, we have twin sisters, so that's really cool about us. And uh, we have different stories, but we're both underdogs in a way. We're both undersized. So, you know, we have a lot of similarities. We all we kind of say we're like – like Kenny's me on defense and same for him with me on offense. We're, we both make those kind of spectacular, freaky plays. And then uh, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is one of my good friends. Ever since he's been there, he's been a great guy. And uh, it's been it's been cool to get to hang out with JT outside of uh, football and just get to know JT. He's a great dude, man. But he's, he's those are my two friends. Yeah, both great guys. Um, Kenny, actually, uh, when I was moving here to Indy, uh, he actually uh, reached out when Carson Wentz got traded here. And uh, I was getting a lot of hate at that time. And Kenny Moore just – came to my defense and started uh he just told me to keep my head up and uh that he was going to take care of Carson here and just a great guy and then Jonathan Taylor he came on my podcast he's a super great guy too man yeah but that's the best the best thing about them. both of them are great funny guys great dudes but they're great people and that's that's what's awesome about them that's what I love about the Colts they uh they don't just surround their their team with uh, good players. It's good players on the field and good guys off the field. Absolutely. We we have a lot of great guys in the locker room. I know we don't really have any drama in the locker room. That's the cool thing about playing for the Colts. I like to just uh, the, the guys that are in the locker room, they make work easy every day. And I really appreciate that. I appreciate all the guys that I play with. Uh, and it's really like a real brotherhood in there. We really don't like we can get in scuffles and stuff too, but like that stays on the field. As soon as we get in the locker room, everybody's laughing and joking and uh it's a really it's a real big team, a real big family in there in that locker room. For sure. Um, what got you into football? Uh, I think it was a rite of passage. I think I was supposed to play. I grew up around it. Uh, my dad played football. He made it to the NFL and got hurt. So uh, during training camp, he tore his hip off the bone and have a chance to play. And then uh, ever since then, I saw football and I liked it. Like everybody in my family likes football. I'm from the South, I'm from North Carolina. So it's just football is just there. And uh, my dad is the reason I played after he kind of told me the reason of how he stopped playing NFL. I wanted to make it there for him. And then I had great support from my mom, dad, sister, uh, and my uncle to along the way to make me a better player and give me everything I need. Uh, you know, our parents bought, clo bought cleats for me and stuff. My uncle was probably – my uncle and my dad threw me passes a lot. And when my dad wasn't there, my uncle was there to throw the ball, make sure I was working on my game. My mom <laughs> took me at every practice. 
And my sister was always there. She was a cheerleader for years. And then she would be the person, you know, who always just talked to me when things were good and even more importantly, bad. So uh, those five people are kind of the thing that kept me going and why I play. Yes, sir. That's a great, great story. Great people. And uh, you, you've come so far and uh, just love watching you on, on TV every Sunday. Came far. We have a lot, long ways to go. You know, we're expecting big things this year. Great quarterback. So, uh, got to get things going and just play. Yes, sir. And uh, I believe this week is going to be the upside. First home game. <laughs> no, super excited for that. As you know, it's obviously a big game, big team. And, you know, these are the games that you play football for when you, like, you know, when you're in your backyard playing and you're throwing the ball to yourself, you, you dream on playing against, like, the big guys like Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, you know, and those are games you want to be in. And those are high pressure situations that you have to win and play in if you want to be where you want to go, like in the playoffs. Yeah. And especially doing it at home with the crowd, the Indianapolis crowd just cannot wait. It'll be great. Lucas Oil is always great. And I know they're going to be especially great this week. Every time we have any game, it's anytime there's a game there, it's always some juice. And you know, when Patrick Mahomes come in there and those guys, a great team, they're going to bring some extra juice. Yes, sir. Um, so if you were not playing football, what would you be doing right now? What would I probably be doing? I'd probably be trying to use, I, I don't know, I'd probably be doing communications. I think, um, I wanted to do something with the – I was an IT major going out of college, but I think now just in the world, I think I'd probably be trying to do something in sports. I'd try to be – I'd try to work my way up in ESPN or be an analyst, and I think I would love to just talk about football. But I think I would do something in communications where I would be a public speaker in some asset. I just don't know kind of what yet. Yeah. Um, I know after you – after you retire for sure, you uh, – after a great career in the NFL <laughs> – after you get inducted into the Hall of Fame, you will be on ESPN or uh, NFL Network analyzing something. I might have take some notes from you. I've heard the podcast. I need to take some notes from you. You're doing. You're well along your way too. I can <laughs> learn something from you. Thank you. Um, just trying to carry out my dream of being a broadcaster on a NFL Network, ESPN, something like that. Man, look, we both have the same dream. That's awesome. Hopefully, we can help each other there along the way. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Man, thanks for having me on, man. I hope to be back, too. Thanks, man. Hey guys, welcome back to the Giovanni Show. Today I have on, once again, my lovely pal, Connor. Producer, but yeah, both. We're good friends. Thank you for having me on. I almost called you Carson Cat, to be honest. Awkward. (laughs) (laughs) So listen real quick, since Believe Podcast Network, where your show is hosted by... uh, reached out to me and made sure that you start doing this. The Giovanni show is powered by betonline.ag. Please use promo code BLEAV50. That's B-L-E-A-V 50. To go ahead and go to betonline.ag.com. Use that promo code. You will get up to 50% match your initial deposit, up to 50%. So you can go make some NFL bets. Gio's not old enough to do it, 
Is that legal? But if he was, he'd be doing it. So go ahead and go to betonline.ag and just remember that Gio sent you there. Believe 50. Is this legal? This is an ad read. To talk about on the podcast? We have to do ad reads on your podcast, yeah. I've been, you've been missing, you've been like, you haven't been doing your ad reads on your podcast. They keep emailing me about you doing your ad reads. So I was like, I'm going to get this over with now and do an ad read. <laughs> I didn't even, I was like, is this legal to promote on my podcast when I'm underage? It is, as long as you're not partaking. Huh. That is so sus. Okay. That's why your parents partake for you. <laughs> Facts. No, my parents, they were like, all right, we're placing some bets, but. We're gonna need your help. Who do you think's gonna uh, do the best? And I'm like, definitely not Joe Burrow. Ooh. Well, listen. Tell your parents to go to BetOnline.ag. Use promo code Blee50, and they can get some money back on their initial deposit at least, and win some <laughs> more money with the rest of your listeners. The Giovanni Show. Anyway, let's talk yeah. about Joe Burrow. What is going on with the Bengals, Gio? Your opinion? Uh, I don't know, man. Not looking like. A team that just went to the Super Bowl last year. I'll tell you what, the Super Bowl losing slump is a real curse. Yeah. Once you lose, I think the only team I could think of off the top of my head that's actually performed well after losing the Super Bowl is the Patriots and Tom Brady, and that's he's an anomaly. So to see them struggle this much uh, is quite surprising because you really thought, you know, Joe Cool was getting it together, young, young player. Jamar Chase is a phenom already regarded as a top five. But why does he have the NFL by most people? And he's only in, I think, year three, maybe year two. I might even be wrong. Very young wide receiver. They have T. Higgins. They have an explosive offense. They have some talented players on defense. But that hangover from the Super Bowl is hitting them hard. Uh, I don't think it's time to panic for the Bengals. I think the slow start is, you know, they're still having that Super Bowl hangover. Uh, but it is surprising because they did improve the offensive line, Geo, this offseason. They brought in Alex Kappa from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who's a great guard. They brought in Leo Collins, who's a sturdy uh, right tackle from the uh, Dallas Cowboys. So they have guys up front, uh, it's, but they're not playing well at all. None of those guys are. I mean, chemistry and offensive line matters. If you keep having these revolving pieces and new guys in and out, it's going to take its toll. Uh, so far it has for the Bengals, though, because Burrow has no time back there. I, I know that we touch on the Bengals kind of sucking but let's talk about something that i know i'm happy about i know you're happy about i know a lot of listeners are happy about this 2-0 start baby jalen hurts is looking like a menace out there might as well put black air forces on the guy he is wild out there what did he have like over 150 passing yards like just in the first half so I think the thing about Jalen Hurts is it's, it's funny, Joe. A lot of people are – you see some of the media members for the, that cover the team for the Eagles. You see other, you know, fans forewarning this. Like, it's only two games. Take it easy. Let's see how it goes. But you know what's funny to me, Gio, with those people saying that? They were the same people that were praising Carson Wentz his second year in the NFL. I was saying he's arrived. He's he's here. He's looking great. This this is it. This is our quarterback. This is our franchise quarterback. So why does Jalen Hurts not get the same energy? It, it kind of bothers me. I'm not gonna lie. That's where because these two games, they're against teams that look really good. 
I think the Vikings win that FC North. It's hard to convince me otherwise right now. I think they win the division this year for that team. The Lions, I'd be shocked if they finish under 500. They fight very hard for that coach, Dan Campbell, over there. They're going to continue all, to all year. So for the Eagles to start off 2-0 the way that they did in their fashion that they did, because they can beat you on the ground, and now Jalen Hurts is showing you they can beat you through the air. Uh, it's Why not be excited? Who cares if it's only two games in? You know, this is two games into a guy who's in his second year in his system for the first time since high school. Joe, he's had different offensive play callers every year since college. And now he's finally had a second year in a row in consistency. So is it really that far-fetched to think things are clicking for him the same way that we thought things were clicking for Carson in 2017? It wasn't like Carson was blowing the roof off the uh, window of stats in the box score his rookie year. He threw 16 touchdown passes, 14 interceptions. Jalen Hurts, his first full year starting, threw 16 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. Rushed for a lot more rushing touchdowns, but still, he he threw the same amount of passing touchdowns Carson did. What did the Eagles do? The same offseason in 2017, what did they do this year? They improved his weapons around him, and everything clicked. It's not far-fetched to think everything's clicking for him right now. Second year in the system, you bring in A.J. Brown, who's an alpha, top 10 wide receiver already. He, he has 155 yards his first game with the Eagles. You have Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, Quez Watkins, who are uber-talented as well. And then the system, he just looks comfortable. Jalen Hurts looks comfortable. There's nothing erratic about it. Even week one, when the offensive line, Jason Kelsey told you himself on his podcast, we played like crap. Like, that offensive line was erratic. And Jalen Hurts still was cool, calm, collective, took off with when he needed to with the running plays, and he put the Eagles in position to beat the Lions, a hard fight line team. And then what does he do against the Vikings? Look cool, calm, collective, look like he's been back there for years, understands this offense, has a firm grip. I don't care if it's two games in. Be excited. That's something to be excited about when you look like that. I'm telling you, man, I think Jalen Hurts has arrived. It's time to get excited. Just the same way you got excited for Carson Wentz, his sophomore season. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is crazy, and I think he's still developing, you know? Like, I came on the podcast after week one. I said, look, we got the win, but I think Jalen Hurts needs to look to the middle of the field, throw to Dallas Goddard a little bit more. And we really saw that in the second game. Um, Dallas Goddard getting more targets. Um, I, I feel like Jalen Hurts is just overall improving as a player. Um, I, I like how we're – kind of running the ball more than last year. Um, Jalen Hurts still trying to make plays out of nothing with his feet, but uh, I feel like he he knows when the time is right to do that now and not just trying to do it every play like last year. Um, yeah, guy's a menace. Um, I believe in him. I think they have to. I, I think this continues. I think this ride continues. Everything's falling in place for him, and he looks as comfortable as it is. For sure. So let's talk about these matchups this week. What do you the, want to talk about your Colts? Huh? What are your thoughts about the Colts? I want to hear what you have to think. Because uh, your listeners are going to want to know what you want to think too. This is your time. You can discuss it on the podcast in detail. What's I wrong think- with Indianapolis? I think that uh, I don't know. Uh, okay, here your honest opinion. You told me something off air. I think you should tell your podcast, and that's your opinion. It's it's. I think it's a fair opinion. I agree with it, actually. I think after these 
couple of games, just seeing how this offense is, I feel like we should have kept a quarterback like Carson Wentz, who's a younger guy, um, and not gotten Matt Ryan. I feel like uh, Matt Ryan's just not in his prime anymore. If we would have gotten Matt Ryan in his prime, possibly Super Bowl contenders, but this year is not looking good from the start. Kind of a slow start. I'm hoping that we get back this week on the Chiefs, but it's not looking good. And to try to get your get-back game against the Chiefs and that explosive offense is going to be very hard, especially when you see Patrick Mahomes. He is having a year so far. Uh, Just watching him these two games, he looks electric. Looks like uh, that year that they went to the Super Bowl and won, uh, just – he he looks electric, and I don't know how this defense is going to stop him this week. I just want you to know you're right. I think you're right. They they met Jim Irsay messed this whole thing up, trading for damaged goods and Matt Ryan. He's done. He looks done. He looks toast. Uh, he bit, he put way too much eggs in his basket in the Matt Ryan camp. I, I good thing they have Nick Foles because we're going to see Nick Foles in Indianapolis starting for them sooner than later. Uh, but. They should have kept Carson once. They met, that was a, that was a bad move. Uh, a young guy in there. What's that guy's name? There's Sam Elner. Sam Elner. Put him in. Yeah. He looked good in training camp. Yeah. Something something's gonna have to give because Matt Ryan is toast. Uh, the what really what really stood out to me when they got rid of Carson was seeing Shaquille Leonard, Kenny Moore. Michael Pittman Jr., guys like that tweet out after it happened, they were against the move. I mean, they're like, dang, and not this again. They didn't want to go through the quarterback carousel again. And Carson was young enough for them. He threw 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions. I don't uh, – this move is going to bite Jim Mercy. Just get rid, getting rid of a guy just because you don't like him or don't have – not a fan of his personality or whatever the case may be behind closed doors uh, – is not good business and it proves to you why it's not good business because they got a real, a shell of who we used to be at Matt Ryan. Yeah. I think your opinion's right. So these games this week, Houston versus Chicago. I got Chicago in this one. Justin Fields is kind of looking good. Yeah. Yeah. Texans. (laughs) I think the quarterback on the other side of the field, Davis Mills, you know, the guy that the Colts struggled with when they went to overtime week one. I think he's a good quarterback. I think the Texans actually have their franchise quarterback in Davis Mills. I think he's actually pretty darn good. He reminds me of Matt Schwab when he used to play for the Texans. I got the Texans win that one. Uh, I think they're the better team. I actually think they're the better team. And not only that, Gio, Lovey Smith, the Texans head coach, used to be the Bears head coach. He would love them more than anything to beat the Bears. So I got the Texans. Yeah, I'm still rocking with the Bears. I. You could be right. Hey, man, I, this is a get. This is a fifty-fifty shot. I I don't see the Houston Houston winning that one. Justin Fields is. He's looking good this season, dude. I'm telling you. This last game he struggled, but I think this offense is a mess too. I think it's just all a mess for him. I th- I believe in him still a little bit. Las Vegas versus. Tennessee, 
I think Vegas gets this one just because of how Tennessee performed last game. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Raiders get over the hump and finally win. They've been they should have beat Arizona. They blew it. Uh, I don't think they're gonna blow anything against the Tennessee Titans. The Titans are just I think they're cooked. You know, I don't think it's a coincidence to see the Titans failing this bad after they trade AJ Brown. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um Kansas City versus Indianapolis. Oh, Kansas City. That's an easy one. I think I feel bad for Stephon Gilmore, man. I can't believe he signed up for that. Sorry to all your Colts listeners. I just I'm really down on that team right now. I liked them last year. Thought they were a good team last year. I was surprised that they came up short, but this their 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 team this year, I I'm completely out on. And they're at home though, so I think I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Colts. Oh man, I'm gonna say the Colts. Oh man, maybe by like three. I'll buy you a beer if that happens. Okay, you legally cannot do that. Uh, that's why I'm not worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's not gonna happen, my friend. Um, Buffalo versus Miami. I got Miami winning this one. To be honest, wow, it's gonna be a great game. Miami looks great this year. I think Miami's gonna be give Buffalo everything they didn't expect. Give them everything they could possibly handle, though. I do believe that. Uh, but no, I got Buffalo. I think it's gonna be tight. That's gonna be a really good game, though. I'm going to watch it. I'm really going to watch it. Like, I'm really going to have that game on while I'm watching the Eagles uh, versus Washington. Yeah. That game's going to be awesome. Uh, Detroit versus Minneapolis. Minnesota? Yeah. Minnesota. Vikings. I think the Vikings are just the better team. I think uh, I have the Vikings win the North this year, so. I want to say, I want to say the Lions. It could happen. I think that game can go either way too, but I think the Vikings just are gonna need a bounce back win after being embarrassed like that. If they think, if they want to be the team that they think they are, uh, I I think it's gonna. I really do think it's gonna be the Lions because we're not even doing score predictions. What are we doing? I'm sorry. I mean, we gotta start keeping tally of these score predictions to see if we're any close. <laughs> so I got the, I got the Vikings in this one, twenty four to sixteen. Okay. Uh, Detroit, seventeen fourteen. Mm. Boom. Uh, Baltimore versus New England. Baltimore, easy. Yeah. I don't know if I'll say easy, but I do got Baltimore in that one. I, New England's always a hard-fought opponent no matter what, but I do have Baltimore winning that one. I think they, they need a bounce back after that uh, blowout. I mean, when they blew that lead against the Dolphins, they need, it. They need this one back. They need a win. Uh, I think... I got the Ravens winning... 20, 20, no. Let's go 31 to 28. 32, 21, Baltimore. Okay. Cincinnati versus the Jets. I don't want to be that guy, but I got the Jets winning this one. Wow, you were out on the Bengals. The Bengals just do not look good this year, dude. They look no. like you. You know how? No excuse year, for them to lose to Dallas. There's no excuse for them to lose to Dallas. That was ridiculous. You know how every year, a few years ago, we would count the Bengals out like they were no threat to anyone at all. They're kind of showing that again. 
Yeah, I got the Bengals win this one, though. I think that's silly. Jets almost lost, and it's still Joe Flacco back there. I mean, you know, they came back and won against the Browns. I think the Browns kind of stopped taking them seriously, and that's why they blew it. But uh, I think the Bengals bounce back finally. I think they get the Jets. I get. I have the Bengals winning. Sauce Gardner's injured too. I don't know if he's going to play. So I got. I would think the Bengals are going to win thirty-four to like seventeen. Uh, I got. Uh, I'm going to say. Huh. Twenty seventeen. New York Jets. That's the upset pick of the week. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> okay. Philadelphia versus Washington. Philadelphia by a million. I'm talking, I think Philly wins this 32-10. You think the Eagles hold out? That Washington offense in 10 points, that'd be crazy. Um, uh, I'm so confident in this defense that happens. Um, divisional opponent, I think this is gonna be harder for than people think. No, Carson's, no, no, no. Carson's gonna, that. Carson's gonna want to beat the don't Eagles as much that. as Carson's gonna want to beat the Eagles as much as the Eagles want to beat Carson. I have the Eagles winning. Let's go. Let's go twenty-seven, and then I'll have the Washington scoring twenty. Twenty-seven, uh, twenty. Yeah, I'm still thinking it's gonna be a blowout. <laughs> That'd be great. I think I think Darius Slay is gonna get a few. I think so too. If not, I think about him, Max. Actually, didn't he look great last week? He did, but I think if it's not Slay. I know Bradbury can get picks too, and Bradbury has picked off once before. But if it's not Slay, I think it's I think it's gonna be Maddox. You know, Maddox really climbed the ladder against Kirk Cousins. He got that one interception. That was crazy. Yeah. Uh New Orleans versus Carolina. I want to say I want to say New Orleans. That has a chance to be an ugly game. James Winston's really hurt. There's a chance Andy Dalton starts for the Bengals. I mean, excuse me, the the Saints. Is Jameis uh, Winston the one who was dancing with his uh Yeah, his crutches. Yeah. His crutches last yeah. year. Yeah, that was yeah, that man. was the highlight of my year last year. Same. He's the man. <laughs> um there's a chance the Panthers win that game. There is a chance, especially if Andy Dalton starts. Uh I'm gonna go with Saints though. I'm gonna go Saints 17. 17- 13. James Woods is really her bad if he plays. So that's going to be a factor. I'm going to say 21-10. Respectable. Wait, who's winning then? Saints. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Jacksonville versus Los Angeles. Easy. Easy Chargers win. Yeah. Yeah, I got a Chargers winning. Dude, Justin Herbert is probably my favorite quarterback that, like, isn't on the Eagles or the Colts. Very good. I got the Chargers winning 38 to 24. All right. I'm going to say, oh, dude, uh, it's going to be a good game because 
Uh, the the Jaguars are kind of clicking under Doug. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say 17-14. Actually, I take that back. Yeah, you think those defenses are going to go off, huh? 24-28. Chargers. Chargers. Okay. Rams versus Arizona. Uh, I got Arizona winning this one. Oh, that's as crazy as you're probably your listeners probably think you are. I don't think that's that crazy. I don't think the Rams are that good this year. Mm-mm. I think they're very beatable. I mean, you look at like last year's roster, like they're missing Von Miller. They're yeah, they're missing Von Miller. Like and Andrew Whitworth. Andrew Whitworth is a huge loss too for them. Their offensive line is not the same. And I think Aaron Donald's gonna retire soon. So, flirted with the idea. Um, I still got the Rams though. I'm gonna have the Rams winning. I have the Rams winning. Uh, let's go. I think it's gonna be an offensive game for them for sure. I think that I have the Rams winning 41 to 41 to 34. I don't think the Cardinals have it on defense to stop that Rams offense though. That's why I think that Rams offense has a game. I want to say Arizona 32-28. And next game is Seattle versus Atlanta. I got Seattle. You know what's funny? I talked to the brother of somebody on the Cardinals last week. That's all I'm going to say. And he had no faith in the Cardinals winning. I couldn't believe it. Against the Raiders and, of course, the Cardinals won. Is it who I think you're talking about? So, what was the game matchup we're talking about now? Okay. <laughs> um, Seattle versus Atlanta. You know, Atlanta's losing. Atlanta's losing, but they're not losing that bad. I mean, they're they're in the every game that they're playing. They 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 fought against the Saints. They almost beat them. The Saints came back and won. They played a really good game against the Rams. They just blew it in the end, like in Atlanta fashion. But they're not they're not really losing these games by much points. I'm going with Atlanta. I got Atlanta winning. Uh, let's go twenty to seventeen. Yeah, that's I was gonna game. say. And I know I keep saying the same score over and over again, but 24-28. What game were we just on? Seattle versus Atlanta? Mm -hmm. All right. Green Mm -hmm. Bay versus Tampa Bay. I – you can't bet – you can't bet against Brady. Yeah, Tampa, even though they're very weak or two. They they are very weak. That – Wide receivers are banged up. They don't have Mike Evans this week. Godwin's still banged up. They don't have Evans this week. Did you hear that they're like living in separate houses? Like, can you pay attention to that crap? Like, I don't pay attention to that stuff. I don't know. A lot of that stuff's fake. I mean, maybe they are. I don't know. But a lot of that stuff is all tabloid crap that People Magazine that sells on the on your grocery stores front aisles. I don't care about that stuff. That's not true. Most of it's lies. 
it's like the you don't really have to fact check that stuff to post it out there and that's kind of what reporting is becoming nowadays unfortunately but i i don't really i don't believe that stuff i know i know it's not sitting well with her that he came back to play this season but um i don't know i don't really care either to be honest with you but i don't i don't really believe all that stuff but his offensive line's a lot weaker his wide receivers are banged up I still have him winning because he's Tom Brady. He's not the same Tom Brady anymore. He looks like he needs to take a nap. But, yeah, I don't think – speaking of teams that aren't the same anymore, the Green Bay Packers are not the same anymore either. So, they're missing Devontae Adams bad. Facts. This is very off-topic, but I'm I'm on the ESPN website right now looking at all these games. What's the score yeah. prediction, though? We forgot the score prediction. I have a – I think it's gonna be a low-scoring game. I think it's gonna be stupid, ugly. There's gonna be some sloppy football played by the, both those teams. There's gonna be some mistakes. 14-12 is what I got. What you think one of them's gonna get a safety? Yeah. Nice. I like that. That's bold. <laughs> nice. Um that's gonna be sloppy football. I got like six like the score being 16-10. Bucks. Wild. Bruce Arians had to get warned. Because it's so weird. I don't know if you watched their game last week. Bruce Arians was walking the sideline like he still is the head coach. The NFL had a war. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you on the field? You can be up in the press box, but you shouldn't even really be here. And A.B., Antonio Brown tweeted before all the NFL insiders hit it. He's the one who tweeted it out that the Bucks are asking Bruce Arians to leave. <laughs> but go ahead. You're on the ESPN site. So I'm on the ESPN site right now looking at all of these games. And I scrolled to the bottom of the page because we're getting – we got uh, two more games left. And what I see, the top headline, it says sponsored headlines. And it says Giovanni bobblehead. And then it has the – it has my bobblehead and it has like a link to buy it. <laughs> nice. That was – that – Folks, he he did not plan on doing an ad for his bobbleheads in the middle, <laughs> of, this, in the middle of the show. In the middle of the show, right now he had to bring it up though. So now that was kind of an ad. No, I have never seen that before. That is so cool. <laughs> that was also just self promo for the show. All right, let's go with the rest of these games. Okay, San Fran versus Denver. I got Denver. I got San Fran. I don't think Denver's figuring it out. And I think Nathaniel Hackett's kind of a joke. I think everybody thinks that right now. But, I mean, Kyle Shanahan's going to outcoach him no matter what. And Jimmy Garoppolo is back starting for the 49ers. They get their veteran quarterback back that they went to the NFC Championship last year. I think that team is more prepared than they were a week ago under Trey Lance. So, I, I do think the 49ers win. I have the 49ers. I'll get the 49ers winning. I think Trey Lance is a very good quarterback. I think he will be good too, but I think he's a young quarterback having to go through his growing pains, and that's a veteran team that doesn't want to go through growing pains right now. So that's why I think, as of right now, I do agree with the consensus that Garoppolo is what's best for the 49ers. I had the 49ers winning 19-13, to though. Last game? Wait, did I give a score prediction? No, you did not. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say 14-13. Hmm. Uh, last game is going to be one of the worst games. Like, 
of this week. Like, sloppiest game of the week, probably. Dallas versus New York. Yeah. It's hard to pick this game because I'll tell you right now, I don't care who's listening. I don't care if that giant fan that you got became friends with over the draft is listening to your pod still. All right, Giants are not real. That, that, that their 2-0 record's not real. Like they're not a real team. Like they, they barely hung on to beat the Titans, and the Titans are showing you who they are lately. Like they barely hung on to beat the Panthers. And the Panthers are definitely showing you who they are lately. Matt Rule's going to get fired midseason. Ben McAdoo will be their interim head coach. Uh, But the Cowboys and Cooper Rush, I mean, is questionable still. But I do think... Nah, I'll go Giants. I'll go Giants. The Giants are going to be 3-0, but that 3-0 is going to be the fakest 3-0 in the NFL. I'll tell you folks right now. They're not they're not as good as what the record indicates. I think I they'll I think they'll win 10 to 6. I I don't think that they're even gonna make it to 10, dude. <laughs> this game is gonna be so bad. I'm gonna say three to six. Oh, <laughs> This game. It's a Monday night game. Why do we get this game for a Monday night game, dude? Talk about a letdown. Still gonna watch it though. I will not. It's football, man. Come on, football. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be horrible, but you know, I'll probably watch. Um on the background while you play video games. Yeah. Usually, that's usually the move. So before we Sign off. I have three higher or lowers for you. Mm-hmm. Miles Sanders over or under 50 rushing yards this week? Over. By how much? Oh, a lot. Like he's going to have 100 yard rushing this week. Ooh. Jalen Hurts over or under 100 passing yards? Over. What are you doing? <laughs> At least make it a little bit harder. Maybe 200. Okay, okay. Jalen Hurts over or under 100 passing yards in the first half. Over. Really? Washington, Washington's Again? defense, their defense is bad. It's been playing poorly. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes over or under 100, uh, 100 passing yards. Why are you doing 100? Go I don't higher. Know, okay, I'm gonna okay. Over 200 passing yards. I even take the over on that too. Oh, that's wild. Colts. Yes, the Colts. Gus, uh, yeah, yes. <sighs> yes. Connor, Connor, Connor. Yes. Connor, 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 Connor. I'm 100% out on the Colts as much as I am the Giants' fake record. <laughs> you're, you're like, this is a conspiracy. It is. <laughs> Don't get fooled, folks. The Panthers fooled you guys last year. All right. Thank you so much for coming on today, Connor. I love having you on. I love being your producer. Go birds. Go birds.